You see? What I tell you? Yeah. Here we, we go. Have a little faith, man. All Jeez right. Louise. Uncle Taker. Hey, Taker. Uncle Taker. I told you. Get out. That's it. Easy, right? Well, I'm not going it's... upstairs. I'll go upstairs. You gotta. And just. You want me to take the foggy basement? I got the room over here. Are y'all serious? We go split up, man. We'll cover more ground. Everything will be fine. We'll come back here. And it's all good, man. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. Puff your chest. All right. All right. Let's get this earned. Welcome to Critical Blues Reviews. I'm your host, Critical. And please remember to make me last by giving listener support to the podcast. And today is a special, special day because it's a gentleman who I've been checking out. Hi. He has his own, I don't want to say podcast, but he has his own YouTube channel. And it's if you all go to Brogy Nork and check it out he has great movie reviews and i check him out so be just like me and i got a chance to get him on the show and we're going to review some movies welcome to critical blue reviews brogy norick oh you want me to come in now my bad i'm sorry <laughs> it's all good it's all good for some reason, I was expecting the damn music to play. My bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What up, what up, what up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> now, but please tell me, where did you get your name from? Because I actually thought one time, I, I was like, yo, he's trying to be real smart. He's, he's spelling his name backwards. I'm going to get it. You know, I'm thinking I'm deciphering a code or something. I'm You're like, close. Yeah. You're close. You're kind of close. <laughs> um, the name is based off of, a, it was a... Back when what was it Star Wars: The Force Awakens came out, there was a meme that was like what your Star Wars name is, and it was oh. like you take the first what the first three letters of your last name, and the first two letters of your first name, and then the last name is the first two letters of your mom's name, and the first three letters of where you was born. So that's kind of how I came up with that. Ah, uh, by the time we get some people on the show with intelligence. I mean, I, even though I figured out that's what he did with his name, I knew exactly what he was talking about. Actually, I knew it before he said it. Your dumb ass talking about some, oh, you just got the name backwards, you spell it backwards. Uh, any idiot can see that, without even trying to spell it backwards, that it wasn't going to amount to any real word. That he got words from other uh, letters. And I, I, knew, I knew exactly where he got it from, you know. And, uh, yeah, so this this is going to be a great show. We have, we, have, we have some real brains on this show. Other than me. Okay. And that was my, like, I just used it because I thought it was fun. And then once I came up, decided to do YouTube, and I needed a brand name, I was like, "Well, I can just use this, use that name because it's it's you know it's about me anyway." Probably could have did something a little more on brand, but I was like, "Fuck it." So that's that's what I I ended up with. So yeah. 
it's it's all good. I mean, because you had um, uh, 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 I can't think of the gentleman's name who was on. Uh, he's on uh, Atlanta. Childish Gambino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to get out because I use the Wu Tang generator too, and I forgot what my name was, but he remembered his and he and he yeah. uses you know like he's famous off his name. So, but that's dope yeah. though. That's real dope. <laughs> Actually, like I got critical from. One of my homeboys used to make fun of me because we will watch him and he'll be like, uh, oh, man, this is so dope. And I'm like, ah, it's whatever. And he'd be like, man, you, all right, Critical. You know what I mean? So it was basically an insult. That's, <laughs> so, a good one. That's a good name, though. I, I like it. I like it. I like it. Appreciate what it. What does the blues come from? Is that just you like the color blue? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I fuck with blues, too. That's my favorite color. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I probably had a better idea what it was when it first happened, but right. now I remember I don't. I, I, other than just, that's just one of my favorite colors is blue, so I just put that in there. But yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Work with work with what you know. Don't need to reinvent the wheel. Just work with what you know. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. And man, and thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate you. I know it's been a a long day. You've been out doing your thing. You know what I mean. Yeah. And. Just to come through, man, and it's it's uh, very humbled on this side over here. I was I was happy that you had asked. I would I wanted I wanted to do a collab at some point because you know we both uh, follow each other's content. You are definitely one of my uh, biggest supporters, and I appreciate that. And I and I and I support your content as well. So thank you. Good to have a meeting of the minds. Because I've been I've always you know I've been thinking about having like an actual podcast, and I wanted to think like other. Uh, content creators I like, especially other Black content creators that I like to like right. meet up with. But yeah, it's, it's it's good to get this collab out the way. I'm still getting used to the whole collab thing anyway. So you know, I have people that I collab with, but they're most like like friends that I know. Like collab exactly. with other people, you know, meeting new people is you know getting used to doing that. So yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, yeah, because like same thing with me. I've I haven't collab. You're the first person I've collaborated with that's not in my circle. You know what I okay. mean? Like everybody okay. that, that I've collaborated with, like I might have known for at least over 10 years through school or just like from my um, city of Savannah or people who I've gone to college with. You know what I mean? And right. and so like so like now, you know, when I was, you know, because I was thinking I want to collab, I'm going to collaborate. But I was just nervous. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, I haven't really gone yeah. out my circle. And I'm like, all right, man, I'm too old for this. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. First, I wanted to get into something that we both love. Um, I feel like you might love it a little bit more than me uh, because because I'll only catch like the snippets and just the um, end results, you know. Oh, and we're talking about wrestling, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So, so like you, you go in, you go in hard body. You know what I'm saying? I know you watch like the pay per view yeah. straight through. Me, I'm at work, so I'm trying to like catch the highlights. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's part of one of the things I talk about. I do movies. I do uh, TV uh, review movies, review TV shows, and sometimes I talk about wrestling. So yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, and and like, uh, is there a favorite wrestler who you really, really do enjoy, uh, or is it that you just enjoy the whole, you know, wrestling period? Well, my favorite wrestler would happen to be one of the people we're going to be talking about, The Undertaker. Oh, really? Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. And, and, and my favorite wrestlers for right now would be the New Day. Okay. I, I, I fuck with the New Day too. Yes. So yeah, it, it works out. So yeah, yeah. My top five would be the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, wait. Hold on. The Undertaker, Macho Man, Randy Savage, Kurt okay. Angle, Eddie Guerrero, and five. I think I'm gonna pick uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. Okay. You went classic. Okay. Now, now, if I go classic. New Day is not going to be in my top five <laughs> at <Yeah>. all. <laughs> but but I have to go with Sting, right. Dusty Rose, The Rock, mm-hmm. Ronnie Garvin, and... Ooh, wow. Okay. You kinda, I, look, I, that's not a diss, but you, you're showing your age now. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely, man. I, I was watching wrestling like since the mid-'80s when like Dusty Rose had this big star on his cowboy boot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and I would say I would say Barry Windham. I'm gonna go with uh I can't I can't think of the guy's name now. He just left WWE. He does the um I can't even think of any of the character. I hate when I go blank. The guy just who, left. Yeah, he just left. And the Wyatt. Wyatt. Yeah, that's what. I'm oh, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So Barry Windham. He's like I believe he's Bray Wyatt's uncle, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. his uncle. Yeah, I, I like Barry Windham too. I think he can sell. Like a lot of people say, Shawn Michaels is the best seller. I have to go with Barry Windham as the bestseller. Right. Yeah, a lot of a lot of I haven't seen much of Barry Windham's matches, but I'm I know who he is. And yeah, he is considered one of the, the better uh workers. He was just more he was kind of like a modern day, well, he was more like Randy Orton back in his day where he was very relaxed, but he was good at the same time. He just had right. to be motivated to give a shit, you know what I'm saying? So right. yeah. <laughs> and so so for those that are listening, you probably wonder like, why are they talking about wrestling so much? We came to learn more about movies. Why are they talking about wrestling? Because we are reviewing. Escape the Undertaker. Brogies, one of Brogies people, right? Yeah. So when did you first like start liking the Undertaker, actually? Fuck. Uh, let's see. So, you know, The Undertaker's been around since the dawn of time, and he's had one of his things is longevity, so he's gone through, like, various, you know, versions. I remember a little bit of the Ministry of Darkness version. I was still very young, but the biggest version I first remember was when he was doing, like, the American Badass, where he was just like, I'm tired of being gothic. I just want to be a, a fucking redneck on a motorcycle beating up people. Right. So that was, like, the version that I, like, initially got into and then of course he left and then when he came back to the old dead man version where he was like still doing like the MMA version he was just dominant and he was like beating ass to Wrestlemania I mean uh, yeah Wrestlemania but he was also like still he had that like goofiness of being you know zombie mortician with superpowers like you know like all that shit still kind of worked and it was goofy and I loved it so yeah, that was that was the reason. He had the he has like the crazy gimmick, but he still had like the skill to be like legit at the same time. And I like my wrestlers. I like more the theatrical wrestlers as opposed to like nowadays where everyone's very like I'm just MMA guy, but I can also do moves. Like if you don't have character, it's kind of hard for me to get behind you. You know what I'm saying? So Taker had like the good blend of all of that. So that's why he was like my favorite. Oh, okay, that's what's up. Yeah. And and yeah. I, one thing I liked about the Taker is uh, how he's I, you know I, I guess I'm in the selling because like the way back in the yeah. day 
Undertaker, where you yeah. would knock him down and he'll be like a vampire and he would just sit right on up. I used yeah, to love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, that too. That shit was great. He can't he can't quite set up as much as he used to, but yeah, that when he was back in the day, yeah, he could do that shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, my boy. Yeah. And then, of course, of course I fuck with the new day. I love the new day. And, oh, yeah. and um yeah, because I stopped watching wrestling for a good while. And the oh. New Day was starting. I remember when the New Day first formed, and I was like, I don't know who. I knew Kofi, but I know the other two guys. I'm like, that shit looked stupid. And <laughs> then I stopped getting into it, and like people was booing them. And I'm like, I don't know these guys, but they're they're you know it seems fun. But then once they started turning heel, or yeah. uh, once they turned bad, they became bad guys, and they were like annoying the shit out of people. I got into it. Now, granted, yeah. they they do a lot of the the booty shaking and the twerking. I, I can't condone all of that, but. I agree. They all fuck it all though. I fuck with the dude. And you know, yeah, Big E's yeah. champion now. Kofi had a champion run and Xavier just became king of the ring. So, you know, good good on them, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm happy for them. Like like when I first found out about New Day, of course I, I knew about Kofi. And Big E I knew through I believe it was um Dolph Ziggler. When Dolph Ziggler yeah. with um I can't think of the you know, Lee. Yeah, AJ Lee. And yeah, I wasn't watching. I wasn't watching when they started that, so I had no idea about any of that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And then one day, uh, Kofi just came up. I think he was like somewhat jobbing a little bit. And for those who don't know what jobber is, that's like the guy who loses a lot of matches to make the other superstars in wrestling look really good. You know what I mean? Uh, so they can get wins. Belts. Okay. I was about to say he was Jamaican back then. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Did I say Kofi? I meant to say Xavier. Xavier was my bad. Oh, Xavier. Oh, okay. Yeah, Xavier. So, but I, yeah, I knew about Kofi. He was already doing his thing, but Xavier Woods was kind of like the jobber. He was kind of like losing a lot of matches. Big E, he got the, his inter- intercontinental title run, but then when they went to the UK, the fans turned on him because he was a face guy. And uh, what's the guy like? I have bad news. I can't think. Of oh, um, uh, uh, Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett, yeah, and you know, of course, you know he's he's from the UK too. He's from yeah. is he from um, Ireland? If I'm not mistaken. No, he's British. He's I think he's either British or Welsh. He's one of those fucking things. I don't know. He's oh. one of them, but he's yeah. not Irish. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so so ended up happening. The fans turned on Biggie, and Biggie lost the Intercontinental Champion, and then he he just started losing matches ever since. But then after that, Xavier approached them both was like, hey. I can, you know, basically change your life, you know what I mean? And then they were like scouting other people's matches and I'm like, okay, what's gonna happen with this? So I kind of was waiting around, you know, like, okay, something's gonna happen. And then something would happen on Superstars and I never watched Superstars, you know? So I would watch Superstars to see what was gonna happen. And then eventually they came out and I'm like, what is this crap? You know what I mean? They had the choir in the background and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And handkerchief. Yeah, they tell the story that Vince really wanted the, like it was talking about the music like Vince really wanted like old school like Baptist like choir music and they was like nah, that shit's not gonna work so they they, they sent the um, they sent the music department like some Kirk Franklin and stuff like that for them to kind of get the, the theme a little bit better so yeah but because they got a dope theme they done had the same theme for like the same you know since long as they've been doing this but yeah so yeah <laughs> So yeah, so the reason why we're talking about these wrestlers is because they're in this new movie. It's a, a Netflix film. It's called Escape the Undertaker. It's interactive. I suggest 
something to do with the children, the kids, uh, you know, the ones that can't really quite watch horror movies like that. So I, I think it, it'll be pretty fun for them, you know, and, and probably, and you know, playing or I, I won't say playing, interacting with this movie with your kids. It might be fun for you as well. But just as an adult, it kind of was a little it, it was a little boring for me. I, I, how was it for you? The whole interacting thing. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, if you if you watched Bandersnatch, is that what it was called? The Black Mirror episode Bandersnatch. Right. That was what. Yeah. yeah. It was. That was interactive. Imagine that, but like it does like maybe like two percent of the interactivity that that had. That would be this, and it's like a very. Yeah, it's definitely for kids. I would say that it's definitely for kids. You can tell it was just, you know, Undertaker has a lifelong contract with Vince. If Vince is willing to pay him, Taker is willing to do anything. So um, this is just some randomness and it's it's okay. It's nothing crazy, but, you know, definitely for the kids. Right, right. So actually for this short film, the director for the short film is Ben Simmons. Wait a minute. I got to be, I got to, I, I, I have to have written that wrong. <laughs> There's no, no way. It was, no, it was, it was Ben Simmons. Oh, really? It's either Ben Simmons or Ben Simons. It was something close to that. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, I'm first I'm thinking about is Philly. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it was either Ben Simmons or Ben Simons, one or the other. Okay. And he actually directed other films as well. Not necessarily films. Uh, more so like if you're your Bear Grylls type of... I don't, I don't know what you call that. It's not... It's not the TV. Oh, it's not... Yeah. Oh no! Would you say you said reality? Yeah, I guess yeah, it would be. The, the reality TV. I guess. I okay, yeah, because it's basically about you know man goes out in nature and learns how to survive and things of that nature. Yeah. You have like you versus the wild out cold and running wild with bear grills and things of that nature. Now the logline for this film: You, the audience, take control of the fate of three men that want the Undertaker's urn not knowing that the Undertaker wants to capture their souls. So that, that's, that's basically it. And you, you basically, uh, you make choices for each character. Uh, you have Xavier, Xavier Woods, and you have Kofi Kingston, and you have Big E. And you decide if you would like to, which character you would like to follow. And then you interact with what they do next. Now, it's not that many interactions from my point of view. How, how would you feel about that? Would you, would you agree I, to that? I would, I would wholeheartedly agree. Um, like I said, if you've seen Banner Snacks, imagine Banner Snacks, but for only like 2% of the interaction, because it's really not that much interaction. Right, right. And I, and I was doing stuff up with I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I'll just say, it's really not. It's really not. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I was just doing stuff I wasn't supposed to be doing. Like, it was one segment where Kofi Kingston split, splits away from the rest of the group and right. Undertaker is on his way and what, it was two choices. It was like flee or fight the Undertaker. I fought the Undertaker. I'm like, yo, yeah, you about to get it off. Yeah, we went through the bookcase. I didn't get that one. I stuck with um, Biggie and, and, and uh, Xavier. Oh, okay. 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 So, so yeah, what happened on, in, on that story with Biggie and Xavier? Uh, they just tried to get the fucking key out of the gator mouth and they succeeded in getting the key out of the gator mouth. That's that's basically all that happened. Oh, that was, <laughs> that, okay. Well, that was crazy. Yeah. The, all, Kofi all fight, the Kofi fight taker thing sounds a lot better. I wish I would have picked that. <laughs> yeah, because it was like Kofi went on his own anyway. Yeah, and he was gone. 
And so the reason why I follow Kofi, because I figured that with Biggie and Xavier together, it wouldn't be that interesting. You know, if Kofi was by himself, then it, it feels like, you know, my back is against the wall because he's by himself now. You know what I mean? You were absolutely right. <laughs> and so what, what ended up happening was uh, you go and Kofi discovers that everybody is under surveillance. And then you have The Undertaker, he's coming into the room and they ask, so what do you want to do next? Do you want to run or do you want to fight The Undertaker? So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fight The Undertaker. So Undertaker just backhands me, he, he, he bit slaps me, and that was it. Game over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the, my favorite one is when you start the, uh, the the video starts with like a promo of The Undertaker talking about like the urn and it's like clips. That You know what, I will say, this is a bit nitpicky. And this is going to show you how much of a wrestling fan I am. When the video opens, it's Michael Cole. You know, they're showing clips of rest of uh, the Undertaker throughout WrestleMania, and he's talking about all his wins and the power of the urn. And there's literally a moment where they they mention Paul Bear, his his manager, who's been dead for like I guess a decade now. And right. they have they have Michael Cole doing the announcement, and they have the newest guy who does the announcement, uh, Pat McAfee, who's you know a former. Uh, I think he was a kicker for uh, Colts or whatever, but he does the commentary now, and he's talking about Paul Bear like he he's been working with the company since Paul Bear was. That just it was just weird that they had the newest guy talk about Paul Bear. I'm like, like he knows Paul Bear. Like you just started working like two years ago. What are you talking about, Paul Bear? But anyway, that's just a minor minor. Oh, oh that, that that's a great point because I, I totally I totally missed that. Was that the guy that was getting into it with? He was in it at one point. Yeah, yeah, with Adam Cole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam Cole, right, 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 right. Okay, wow, they had him. Yeah, I, I totally missed that. Yeah, but it was he's because him and him and um him and Michael Cole are like the current day announcers. But I just thought it was funny that they had the most current guy talking about this legend that he's never met in his past. I know he's never met Paul Perry. I just thought that was just kind of funny because you know WWE like to manipulate history. So I just I just thought that was that was just funny. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's interesting. I guess everybody else left that they could have gotten. Who, who's on SmackDown? It was He's anybody on SmackDown? It's, it's Cole and McAfee. They're on SmackDown. Oh, they're on SmackDown. Oh, my bad. Who, who's on Raw then? Uh fuck. I don't. I don't know. I don't watch Raw. Um, oh, you don't? <laughs> it's, a, it's a three. It's a three man group. Uh, oh God. It's, I know it's the black dude. That's very boring. Yeah. Um, it is funny because he's actually in reality. He's funnier. <laughs> oh, is he? Yeah, he's actually like on on uh, Xavier Woods uh, up up down down. He's hilarious on there. When he whenever whenever he's on there, very entertaining. Yeah, mm. you fool me. <laughs> but yeah, so I I would take out. Uh, oh, are there any likes about oh, this uh, thirty minute film? Well, yeah, the just the chemistry of the new day and um, all the Undertaker's uh, special effects were fucking awesome. As, as ridiculous as they were, it was just fucking awesome. But every time he threw a punch, there was, like, smoke for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why that was. And then, like, he was, like, using the lightning. There was a moment where um, they clearly edited something. It was some move that Undertaker did, but he you clearly he can't do it, so they edited weird to, to, like, cover it up. I can't remember what it was, though. But it was, some, it was something where it was, like, him and Kofi were fighting. And I think Kofi was supposed to, like, jump at him or something. And like uh, I don't know, it was a, it was a weird edit, but yeah, it was like clearly it's like Undertaker can't move like that, so let's just edit this a weird way. But yeah, other than that, it was that was the main, just you know, the New Day being goofy and Undertaker's superpowers, you know, that's that's the main things. 
Oh, okay. At first, I thought you were talking about the one where I, I believe Kofi had a was it a shovel, and Undertaker. Gra- no, no. What was it? I think the Undertaker it's grabbed. Like Sledgehammer. You said what happened? Yeah, the sledgehammer. Oh, the sledgehammer. Right, right. And it was like Undertaker was on the ground. Oh no, no. Actually, they just got up close to him, and Undertaker grabbed him by the throat, and he just picked himself up off the ground. I'm like, yeah, he couldn't do that in real life. I don't, right. I don't know if that was the same part though that you're talking about. It might be multiple. Yeah, it might be multiple ones. Yeah. But yeah, but but I would say my favorite part of it is the interaction that that we did get. I felt like that was pretty cool. Um, there was one thing that did happen I did like with Kofi, and it made my storyline better because I was doing stuff I wasn't supposed. I was picking answers I wasn't supposed to pick, and right. Kofi was in the vent when he escaped because I had to escape um, the Undertaker because if, if you didn't, he would just pimp slap you and it'd be game over. So I escaped and he was going in the vent and when he was in the vent, he heard Big E and uh, Xavier basically kind of talking about him behind his back. They were saying yeah. how he's going to leave the group. I, did you get did you get that? that, uh, that yeah, video? That was, yeah, I went back and watched the different fears. Um, oh, yeah, because each of them had their own different fears. Yeah, right, right, right. So this, this actually, this was before the fear, the fear part. This oh, was when he, okay. um, he was an event, and he, he, like, it wasn't even like he was like under any type of spell or anything. He was like going toward Big E and Xavier, and Xavier was talking about him behind his back. Like what you heard in the fear part, that actually would happen when he was in the event when uh, after you got the key. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, from the alligator or whatever, they were yeah. kind of talking shit about uh, Kofi. So I don't know if that happened on yours, on your end. Yeah, that, that did happen. Yeah. Oh, they were talking about Kofi. Yeah, but it wasn't nothing like like crazy or nothing. But yeah, but yeah, that did happen. But yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I thought that was pretty cool. If you get possessed by Kofi, the druids take you in. Because I actually chose wrong with what? Um, yeah. What? What? <laughs> I didn't get better that shit. You you was really you was really into this shit. I didn't get better that. Yeah, yeah man, because I, I had my whole storyline going. Because I was I figured since Big E is the world champion, he's gonna save everybody. So everybody else is gonna make wrong decisions. So I uh, chose wrong. Well, actually, I made a mistake with Kofi because it was it was saying that uh, did you want to take the urn? And I'm like, yeah, take the urn. And then I just pressed take the urn. But then I read the other one. It was like, do you want to do it with your friends or something like that? Like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. You know what I mean? So, right. so what ends up happening is he becomes like a druid. Uh, Kofi becomes a druid of Undertaker. And I chose wrong for Xavier because Xavier was claustrophobic and he wanted to get out the um, get out the coffin. So I was like, ah, he's claustrophobic. So I was just, okay. See, I didn't I didn't understand what his fear was supposed to be. It was just him in a coffin. I'm like, what is this? Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, because it didn't it didn't really explain it. I was like Kofi's fear was him, you know, feeling not worthy and all right. that. Biggie's Biggie's that was one of my least favorite things. Biggie's fear was my fear, which is spiders, and <laughs> and uh, and then yeah, and then Xavier was just in a coffin. I'm like, what the was what is the fear here? They didn't really say what it was, but now that you said it was oh claustrophobia, that makes more sense. It was in the coffin and shit. So, yeah, yeah, and so you know what, what eventually happened was uh, the Undertaker. He, um, I made a deal with the Undertaker, and I said, uh, "Well, he asked me when it's time to turn on your uh, other crew, I'll let you know." 
And so I was like, I'm a, I'm a double cross the Undertaker. But unfortunately, it was you couldn't do it. You couldn't, you couldn't renege on the word of the Undertaker. Your deal's yeah. a deal. Deal with the dead man. And so what ended up happening was, uh, uh, Xavier turned on everybody. And so I just had to replay it over, and I did it with Big E, and I made it Big E save everybody. So that yeah, was, that was yeah, that was the one I had was Big E saving everybody. Oh, oh, real, oh okay, cool, 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 cool. So, so that part was pretty cool. So, what would you compare this film to? Fuck. Um, what would I compare? I feel like maybe an episode of Goosebumps, because that's about as scary as it is. Like a bad episode of Goosebumps. <laughs> the worst episode. <laughs> that's how that's how scary it is. How compared to that? Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna go with what you said earlier. I'm gonna go with uh, Bandersnatch. No, don't, because... don't don't disrespect Bandersnatch like that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. I can't, I can't think any other interactive movies though. That's true. That's true. That that's the only reason because Bandersnatch. I I could be wrong. I felt like that was the first interactive film. I could be wrong, though. I just feel that way. Yeah, I don't know if it was the first, but it's definitely, like, the more popularized one, right. I would say. Because like right. I, I, I've never watched Bl- uh, Black Mirror, but I did watch that, so yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, uh... What would you say? I'm sorry. I said, I said Bandersnatch was dope. I like that a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I, I can't think of... It. Just the, just the uh, choices. That's the only thing I'm gonna give for Bandersnatch. Uh, the comparison, not much of a comparison, but it, it was totally its own film. <laughs> definitely, oh, yeah. definitely that. Who would you who would you give a rating to this film? Jesus, um, I, I uh, okay, I'm gonna be biased because it is my favorite, like one of my favorite wrestlers, and like it was, a, it's a bunch of my favorite wrestlers. It's like four of my favorite wrestlers. Um, I, I'd give it a six out of ten. Like that's you know. Okay. Oh, okay. So, that's, that's above average for my grading scale. So. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm gonna have to give this four and a half earns. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Out of out of what? <laughs> out of ten. Out of ten. Oh, damn. Okay. See, I said I was a little biased. Yeah, I'll give it six. Six out of ten. Um. Ah, shit. Uh, six out of ten bootios. There we go. Bam. Okay. All right. All right. But but I would say this: if I had a son or a daughter, I would watch this with them, and I'll probably give it a five and a half because we'll have so much fun together. Oh yeah. But that's that's an alternate universe, though, so that would never happen. <laughs> Not yet, you know. So, uh, but yeah. So that that's what I give Escape the Undertaker. And for those who are interested, I definitely say for Halloween, watch this with your children. Let them let them make the choices. That would be pretty cool. Let them make the choices, explain it to them. They have a limited time, so you got to be quick. But uh, yeah, so that's all I have for Escape Undertaker. Anything else you would like to say, Brokey? Um, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, cool, cool. All right, folks, that is it for Escape the Undertaker. Uh, Brogy Norik, would you like to give your your social media information? Uh, for the people so they can uh, watch some of your videos watch all of your videos and listen to your work oh yeah I'm on uh, I'm on YouTube TikTok uh, Instagram Twitter Brogy Narik B-R-O-G-I space N-A-R-I-C you can follow me on those 
Uh, you know, still growing, trying to, you know, keep the content coming. And uh, if you want uh, funny uh, stuff on Twitter, I'm on Twitter. Uh, good photos on Instagram. I got Facebook, also Broganark Official. So, yeah, if you want to check those out, go ahead and support. You know, support black creators. Are, are we still doing that? I know the I know the pandemic is over. Are we still doing that? I don't know. But um, but yeah, that's that's where you can find me. Uh, that's what's up, man. I appreciate it. And also, you can reach me at Critical Blue Reviews, Critical with the K. Um, you can meet, reach me at Critical Blue Reviews on Twitter, Critical with the K. You can reach me Critical Blue Reviews on, on Instagram, Critical with the K, and also Facebook. I'll just be Critical Blue. So, all right, folks. This is Critical and Brogy Norik signing out. Peace. Peace.